Anyone can do anything and anyone can succeed at anything you're doing. And anyone can blow up or take off from nothing, from scratch. So again, I think that goes hand in hand with business and with anything you're doing is it's not a formula. Right. I think even less so than it ever was. I invented Nightcap in a dream. This is the In Your Dreams podcast. Welcome to the In Your Dreams podcast. Yay! Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm so happy that you're here. I'm honored that you're sitting in my little chair over there. I'm honored. And they spin, too. Oh my gosh, so cool. I they love spin. It. They spin. <laughs> Very important. <laughs> Today, I have with me Allegra Miles. She is a multi-instrumentalist, singer, songwriter, based in now Los Angeles. Born in San Diego, she spent five years living in the Virgin Islands before moving to South Florida for a little bit. At age 17, Allegra was a semi-finalist on NBC's The Voice Season 18, finishing in the top nine. There you go. More recently, Allegra was a finalist on the 20th season of American Idol. Whoa. <laughs> like, I just think that is so freaking cool. I used to watch both of those shows when I was younger. Mm -hmm. um, but I found you through Palm Beach 30 Under 30 mm -hmm. as I just moved back home. I was just like, I want to meet some young entrepreneurs, some like-minded people in the area. Mm -hmm. And I found you and I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like we were both on reality, reality TV shows. TV, yeah. mm -hmm. And I guess now we just figured out that we were both on it at 17, 17. years old. Yeah. So that's crazy. Mm -hmm. And then I remember a couple months later, went by and I was just like at Sunfest talking to my brother and I'm like spotted <laughs> and I saw you so cool. and I like ran up to you and I was like oh my god I know who you are and now you're performing there I'm so excited yeah. I, I just went that was just like last week it got confirmed it was like really? very recent what's yeah. the process like for that so for Sunfest so um they do have a local submission which um some of my friends did and and some of my friends are playing too which makes me so happy oh, awesome. um but my for this my manager just reached out to their booking and um yeah luckily there were like a couple slots left last minute and so is this your first time performing there first time at some fest yeah oh, and nice. actually a week from tomorrow i'm playing at okeechobee fest oh, which cool. is my first festival i've ever done and wow. i'm so excited i can't even tell you yeah oh my gosh yeah but i think that's so random and cool that we met at Sunfest. <laughs> like such random on a whim it and is. you guys had the coolest energy you're so sweet and <laughs> like yeah yeah i was like kind of starstruck <laughs> oh my gosh i was like oh my god it was just so cool because you don't really meet many people who are on reality tv shows and then in the area too like the in same the area, area and at such a young age it's very like it's something that you really have to prepare for and i obviously went back and watched your american idols and Aww. the voice episodes <laughs> and they're so good and like i just want to know because people ask me this all the time like how was shark tank and all yeah. that but American Idol and The Voice like you're constantly I mean you're going on the stage multiple times yeah and you have to really put your goggles on and focus yeah so what is it like to be up there in front of famous judges and so many people and when they can easily pick you apart about something that you love what, yeah yeah I know for sure it's it's scary, honestly, and so I, I did The Voice. The Voice was something I, I wanted to do for a long time. I actually auditioned five times to get on. It was only my fifth time that I got on. Um, so that was something I, like, I really wanted to do, um, and it was a great experience, but I was never planning on doing another one after that. Um, but a couple, I guess, or like a year and a half or so later, uh, American Idol reached out and at first I was so skeptical because I'm like you know I don't want to be known as the person who just like hops around reality TV shows like there's nothing wrong with it but you know like I want I write my songs I want to do that and um, but then they were like well you can do your original songs on American Idol so I was like that'd be a really cool platform you know mm -hmm. to do like to showcase the originals so yeah so I did it and it was a very different experience from The Voice They there's not 
that much overlap like the way in which they produce it um is just very different but it was scary for sure once especially you got to like the live rounds um and it's literally like live tv and um you know everyone's like watching you mm -hmm. but it definitely put me way outside of my comfort zone which is what i wanted and so it was really cool yeah. Stepping out of your comfort zone is the only way you grow. Absolutely. Yeah, I always tell people I can't, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to do, I mean, this or yeah. like public speaking or anything if I didn't go on Shark Tank yeah. because that was just the scariest thing I've ever uh, done. Sure. Can you tell me about that? I would love to hear about that. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it was, it was probably very similar to your experience. Like you, you know, talk to the producers and stuff like that and you have an idea of what's happening, but you just... I mean, you prepare for a very long time. I don't know what your process is like for that, but mm. ours was probably about a year. And it's wow. a, it's a year to only be in there for a half hour or an hour. Um, in our case, it was 30 minutes. And we went in there, the doors opened, you walk down, like there's no like, da, 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 like there's no music. You just go. <laughs> you yep. just go. And it was really scary, but... I knew in that moment, oh, my God, I'm going to be watching this forever. It's crazy. Same for you, I'm sure. And, like, it's a lot of pressure, especially at a young age like that. Because, I mean, how many people can you talk to that have that can relate to your situation? Like, very few. Yeah. It was a great experience, and it's really cool to be able to – we have a deal with Lori Grenier. Like, That's amazing. You've worked with, like, celebrities, too, and um, I'm sure that was – an eye-opening experience like is there anything you learned from working with them and, yeah and if you want to name drop <laughs> sure yeah I mean like being on a show with them you know you have the moments on tv which there's some very genuine moments on that too but some of the coolest things that the judges said were off camera mm -hmm. like for example in Hollywood week we um we all were we got to watch each other from the audience which was really cool so we were all like you know, just sitting in the audience waiting, and the judges are, like, right there in the middle in front. So in between people performing, Lionel Richie especially, he would turn around and just, like, start talking to us all this wisdom. And he he was probably my favorite. Like, he was just the most open-hearted, genuine human. So sweet. Um, and he would just share, like, a wealth of knowledge Um all about kind of individuality and and not doing what you think you should do to or what you think you sh they would want on American Idol or whatever it's like he was saying your superpower is your individuality because truly there's no one else that can do what we do or as an individual so yeah though it was really cool but it was interesting like the difference between on camera but it was cool to have like a couple there's actually um Later in the live shows, we there, they did like this after party thing one of the nights and the judges came to it. So we got to like sort of hang out with the judges, which was cool, like outside of the context of the show. Mm -hmm. um, and Katy Perry was very drunk, very extremely drunk. <laughs> but she was so sweet and like she was sharing a lot of info and she told me something which like, blew my mind because I was just talking with her and she was like yeah like I've looked at your Instagram I see your videos I'm like what no you don't no. like <laughs> and she's like yeah just like keep going like just keep writing your songs like your originals or whatever but yeah so oh was, my like, god that was like such a trippy experience to think that people like up there like on that pedestal or whatever that we place them on are right. just like looking at your i was Instagram. like what do you mean you're just like look like why would you do that like, but it's true like we all do it exactly it's exactly. true like oh i'm god. sure you know I, well first of all the jonas brothers oh Nick yes jonas, <laughs> he was my first concert like, are you serious i loved i loved the jonas brothers yes and yes. also something that you might not know about our company is are you familiar with um julia michaels yeah so she actually is 10 percent of wait what <laughs> yeah that's so cool so she is 10 percent of nightcap and um she reached out to us after our shark tank episode just slid in our dms <gasps> what dude and, yeah so she yeah she was really interested in the product and um she's great so we when, when that happened 
we wanted to kind of move into like the music industry. And so when she came to us, it was like perfect. Um, people get, you know, roofied at music festivals and yeah. concerts and this stuff is, is serious. So we, um, yeah, we're like stepping into that whole zone with, with her oh. and it's really exciting. That's incredible. And wow. Maybe we'll do, a, maybe we'll see a, a nightcap at your concert. Oh my God. It'd be so cool. I, I know. Like, right. But that's so cool. Like she took the initiative and just reached out and, and what, so what, how did she frame it? She was like, well, kind of in conjunction with music and like, so it was more like, Hey, I really like your product and I just kind of want to get involved. That's and amazing. It just turned into an investment and. Now it's, you know, my brother, me, Lori, and Julia, and that's pretty much the team. That's incredible. So it's, yeah, it's pretty awesome, and it's surreal, and I'm sure you feel the same way. Like, being able to just work with celebrities and people who have been through it, Right. it's it's so cool. But there's, like, no words to even put to that because it's, like, I'm sure your little girl dreams are, like, oh my god I didn't even expect this to happen yeah and it's better than you ever could have imagined and it's it's just growing like we're both so young exactly exactly Mm -hmm. no and it's 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 cool because like and I'm sure you've experienced this too a lot um when you're younger like there's a lot of people who will just underestimate you and who will be very condescending too even when talking to you and um even if they don't intend to be you know it's just like oh well you're younger Mm -hmm. um so it's like yeah it's just very cool to meet you and like be like around people who have experienced more younger it's like because it is an individual it's it's like a kind of a specific experience doing it very niche but yeah i i always talk about ageism and how real that is yeah on both ends like old young too like Yeah, yeah that's true um but what year did you get into all of this? Um, I've kind of been singing my whole life, like okay. making music, because um, right. my family's really musical, so okay. it kind of, I got in through that. Yeah, yeah, so I know for me, like, I started when I was 16, and yeah. it was very hard to, I mean, your confidence at a young age is not there, and yeah. I feel like as you're growing and, and learning, it's like, you can't just pick up a phone and call anyone at 16. How yeah. are they going to take you seriously? Have you experienced any of that in like the music world? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the biggest thing for me was, um, you know, so when I came to West Palm, or I was like, I guess I was 12 first when I came to West Palm. Oh. But, but so I was doing a lot of musical theater first at the time. But then um, when I really started getting into music, I mean, and and starting to play shows, I think the first like actual gig i had done like open mics and stuff before that but the first gig i did i think i was 14 um and i didn't realize at the time like you know you have to establish like what they're gonna pay you beforehand you have to do all this stuff like (laughs) my mom was helping me some but like neither of us really knew that much at the time um but after that you know i would start to book my own shows and like reach out obviously i wouldn't tell them my age but like yeah so i honestly hid my age a lot of the time at least for venues that I was trying to book at because like I knew they wouldn't really take me as seriously um and I remember like something really that I realized after the fact that I did without knowing is um if I would like have to talk on the phone to like a venue owner or whatever I would like lower my voice I'd be like yeah I'd be like gravel like yeah thanks so much like it's so crusty because like. oh I was like you know I was like trying to yeah. appear like older and more mature or whatever but um yeah I mean there's when people did know my age or they found out they they would just definitely make lots of comments mm-hmm. and be like are you sure like you know how to do that mm-hmm. and like are you sure like you can manage three hours or whatever and been booking like, my own gig since i was 14 right. <laughs> oh my gosh i bet people still say that to you now too yeah no for sure sometimes i mean it's i feel like i same thing with the confidence like i i my confidence has been like a big journey throughout my life mm-hmm. with music and just with life and me and being like fully um present and accepting in myself and just even the way I express myself and the way I communicate and um yeah I I was talking to my friend about this recently of I feel like 
up until a couple years ago, I kind of in certain settings would like censor certain parts of who I am to be more like palatable or to, you know, to be more like chill. Cause sometimes like I get very like excited and yeah. like, you know, and, um, and again, to try to seem older too, I would be like, no, I'm going to be, right. <laughs> be chill. So chill. <laughs> so chill. I'm just so cool. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, but like mm-hmm. now I'm just, why would I not be who I am? Right. Like all yeah. of us, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Also like, so many people out there feel like there's a way, like, there's just, like, a certain way that you have to be. Yeah. Like, it's just not the case. Like, yeah. in any industry, like, what your uh, coach said. Yeah. Like, you as an individual, like, that is your power. Yeah. And when I was starting this whole thing, I thought you had to have a certain attitude. Mm. You had to make certain decisions. I had no idea what was going on. And it's really all through experience you gain that confidence to make those decisions and to learn that being yourself is actually the right answer Mm -hmm. because I just felt so intimidated when talking to other people because I mean a businesswoman entrepreneur all these words it's like what does that mean and what it really means is just however it is for you and Mm -hmm. that's so important because everyone puts people on a pedestal and they look at people who have been on American Idol have been on The Voice Shark Tank la 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 they're like how did you do that that's so impossible like you must have done x y and z to get there and it's like we really just we we were ourselves and we did what we loved to accomplish those things absolutely and that's what that's what success is I feel like if you're Mm. if you're gonna climb to the top by acting a certain way or thinking that you have to I just don't there's just it's kind of a recipe for disaster absolutely yeah absolutely and I feel like also like people can see through you if you're you know like I feel like people can see when you're not being genuine or if you're putting on a face and it's like absolutely it's only gonna you're only doing a disservice to yourself at that point but something that I really don't talk about ever but it's so interesting that you're here and I wanted to say this but my name Shira yeah means song in Hebrew are you serious (laughs) oh that's so beautiful (laughs) thank you Shira is such like a majestic beautiful it's like Shira thanks so elegant oh I love it (laughs) that's so cool oh my god thanks yes Shira song I love it (laughs) yeah so it means song in Hebrew and I used to like want to be a singer and everything when I was younger but really maybe one day are we so you're musical too i didn't even know that that's awesome i don't advertise this ever but sure sometimes that's amazing (laughs) yeah do you like you sing do you play stuff or i used to play piano guitar speaking of guitar i saw a video of you Mm. playing your guitar in your car yes is that something that you do often it's it's actually funny so i i do like to bring my guitar to like different places and you know i I jam with people a lot but i I think that was actually the first video, like video I've made, playing guitar in a car. It is very hard to do right. because it's so you can't fit it. No, you're gonna have you to can't. use like a little ukulele or something. Exactly. Yeah. Like so, I had to keep readjusting because what would happen is like, so you know, I was in the uh, driver's seat and I put up the phone and then I was like here, except the neck of the guitar kept hitting the window <laughs> and like making noise, like while I was playing, like and it'd be like. Nyeh in the video um so I had to like keep trying to readjust and like my knee was like that propping it up um but but uh yeah but I want to do more of those videos because I I like the idea of it but it was it was hard to do well I feel like for a musician it's like taking your journal and going to sit in your car and journaling like exactly why not just take an instrument exactly you know I like to take my guitar um to the beach a lot I love especially like sunset Mm -hmm. like so nice um Mm -hmm. just to write and and I journal a lot too it's cool I found um actually journaling like I I just think journaling is I only really started doing it more consistently like about a year ago and um 
I've found just as a human, it's so helpful to process and to release and just write about anything. Um, but also I found it morphs sometimes just like writing how I'm feeling. It just morphs into a song. Because yeah. I also think like with songwriting, um, usually just like the most candid emotion mm -hmm. of what you're feeling is gonna be the best lyric or at least the best way to start the lyric um so there's been times i've been journaling just like how i'm feeling and then and i'm like ooh, ooh, that's like <laughs> that's real like <laughs> that's gonna go yeah that's good. um and so yeah so sometimes there's like an overlap which is cool and i'll start writing something based on the journaling which is like i recommend that to anyone if people are like writing or do poetry or, yeah. or music or anything but. what what other instruments do you play um i play piano too i play like a little bit of uke but not oh, much cool. yeah so i was gonna ask you if the journaling and the writing kind of mesh together but i guess it does like, yeah is there a certain process that you have when you are writing songs it's really different and it uh it it changes based on the moment but I will often get like lyric ideas a lot like I, when I'm driving when I'm in the shower like random things um of sometimes it's like a, a certain line that encompasses an emotion really well um that just comes to me and then I, I always write it down because I do not remember that so like if it's like a a melody or type thing I'll do a voice memo or if it's just lyrics then I'll um write it down but the cool thing I found with writing is like you know you definitely can't force it um but there's certain lyrics that like maybe I started a song I, that's that's my other issue though is like I am very ADD so like right. sometimes when I'm writing a song or maybe I'm like halfway through like I'm writing something and then I have an idea for like two other songs yeah. while I'm writing so then I'm like yeah. oh what's that what's you know yes. um and I'm like glad to have the ideas but it can be hard to finish a song um but i i have found too like sometimes i'll start an idea and it'll just sit there and then a few months even like a year later it'll come back to me somehow and i'll think of huh what was that idea and i go back to it so it's cool like the songs kind of weave their way like back in mm -hmm. in that way is your notes app like crazy oh it's so it's it's insane <laughs> it's so chaotic yeah it's i feel like the whole like like starting something and then doing something else i feel like that's a generational thing like i feel like it's yeah like, i think you're right it has a lot to do with our attention span yeah i'm the same way with like social media or like making videos stuff like that i'm just mm -hmm. like one thing here next thing here i'll be editing a podcast and then i'm like oh i'm also doing this and like right it's very just <laughs> multitask like central i guess absolutely it, it's a lot but yeah i feel like music and your writing like connects so much to entrepreneurship yes because i was just thinking it as you were saying you think of your ideas in the car and in the shower mm -hmm. um i think of my ideas when i sleep amazing but you're thinking of products like you're thinking of yeah you're thinking of products you're thinking of ideas like that is a whole i mean business in itself i guess you could say but I mean, you're creating. Absolutely. It's art. It's still, like, it's all artistic. Yeah. 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 You're a creative. Like, you're an entrepreneur, but you're a, a creative as well. Absolutely. Which is so connects. cool. So how have you found, like, I guess in the progression of your business and your entrepreneurship, um, how has it, like, morphed and grown? And, like, where are you now versus even, even just in, like, how you think about it and oh, wow. your mentality? Like, how has it grown for you? And Well... I guess, I guess when I was younger or a couple years ago, um, I definitely saw like a big vision for the company, right? Yeah. And in my head, it was like, okay, we're going to get here. And now it feels a lot more attainable. So mm. back then it felt like very far away and like yeah. I couldn't reach it and I was too young to talk to this person and I was too young to understand X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like more established in myself and in the company. Totally. So I feel like I can grab things. And mm. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It's, it's great, but it's challenging when you, when you get a no or you get someone not agreeing with you, but it's just redirection. 
Totally. Um, and yeah, I, I just feel very, I feel very connected to my business and I feel like my business is me. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, (laughs) no, no. Like I, I resonate a lot with what you said. Like you put it in a really cool way of like now it's attainable, but like, but that's so cool to like have that progression. And I feel like we function very differently when we know we can do something versus like you said, oh, well, I want to do it, but it's like this distant, elusive thing that mm-hmm. yep. that is, you know, it just seems like a fantasy. Right. But then, you know, once you, you kind of have to prove it to yourself in a way, and, like, you've definitely done that. I get, we've both done that in different ways. And slowly along the way, it's like you gain more confidence and it becomes more real of, like, this isn't just, it's not just in your dreams. It's, it's like, real. It's becoming yeah. real life. And then, you know, your goals continue to be more attainable and um i it's it's funny i've i've felt such a similar um progression recently like moving to la for example Mm -hmm. um you know that was something that always would be like that'd be so cool to move to la blah blah blah. um but how has that been it's been no it's been amazing so i i've been making like kind of trips out there for the past six months kind of splitting my time Mm -hmm. staying with friends and stuff um but yeah just last month I moved full-time and uh it's it's really cool like driving out there and you know you see the mountains and see this stuff and I'm like I'm literally driving like in LA this used to feel so like distant and fantastical you know and now it's and then, again, it just, like, keeps shifting of, like, okay, well, I'm doing this now. I'm doing the things currently that I've dreamed about right. for my whole life. So then all these other things can happen, too, and they will, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you about that, um, about, like, how, I mean, obviously in L.A., it's very industry-focused. Yeah. And you're more surrounded by people who are doing things that are similar to you. Yeah. And there, that can be bittersweet. That can be... A, you have a lot of, you feel more pressure. And B, you feel more inspired. And I've always tried to surround myself with people who are cheering me on or like showing me what they're doing. And I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. Like, and I become more motivated. But like, how important is it to surround yourself with those kinds of people? How does that affect you? Absolutely. I, I think like your people are you your people are your vision and your life and um it's it's very draining to if you're not around the right people and if like you said if you're around people who are tearing you down or or even just like skeptical and it's it's not that you want just yes men and yes people around you but it's people that know that you can do it and also will hold you accountable and and you know be critical and etc but being around people who have like a similar vision and excitement and passion and for life and um it's super important and you know I've I found that here in West Palm actually like there's such an incredible community of creative people musical people artistic and all types of um different things that people do and just passionate people is the main thing like people who love to do it and want to do it and um you know, if any of us rise, we all rise. Mm-hmm. So we rise, we're all here, mm-hmm. and we all mm-hmm. go together. So it's like we want to see each other win. That's and so, um, I like that you said pa- it's passionate people. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, I think that's the key. I think that's it doesn't even matter necessarily what you're doing. It's whether you have that drive to do it or have that drive to motivate people around you. Totally. You could be doing the coolest thing ever and still be trained and not want to be there and if you're not there for yourself you're probably not there for your friends totally um but that's really interesting um yeah I've had this little like oh I want to move to LA like you know it's always there like it's always like in the back of your head so where were you because you said you moved away where did you where were you so I grew up here in, yeah. in South Florida, and um, I, oh, I would love to talk about this, too. Mm. I went off to college for a year, mm. and I dropped out. Cool. Um, Yay. So, 
<laughs> I am a big fan of that. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, so I was living in Tampa. I went cool. to the University of Tampa, and um, that's where I was living for like a year and a half, and um, I moved back here because when I dropped out, my parents were like, you have to move back here if you're going to drop out. I said, fine. Mm. Didn't want to. I This is my high school town. Like, who wants to move back to their high school town? Yeah. Well, it's great now. Like, I'm having a great time. Um, but it was tough because I built this whole life as a freshman in college, so excited to be in a new city and all this. Um, but now I'm here, and I'm happy, and I have good friends, and um, you just adjust. Like, you really just adjust on a mm-hmm. big risk, big reward, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I I dropped out of school a little bit over a year ago, but cool. did you ever go to college? Or? No, okay. I didn't. I I was thinking for a little bit. I I wanted to go to like for music mm-hmm. to musical. Um, and definitely, I I in the future I want to like I always just want to learn more and, mm-hmm. and you know keep learning and growing. But um, yeah, I never like really wanted to go to college that much. Um, because I, I don't know. I, I think people should do whatever works for them. And for some people, college is the path and that's how they grow and that's how they get to where they want to be. And that's amazing. Um, but I think for a lot of people, and I'm sure you can relate, it's like, it, it's, it's hard to, you know, when you have a business and like we're different, doing different things, it's hard to achieve that if you're, it's this regimented mm-hmm. schedule and, and this is how you're supposed to do it and this is the way. Like, did, did you go to school for a business or what did you? Uh, yeah, sort of. I went for ad PR, but exactly what you're saying is that schooling and all the nine to five whole thing mm-hmm. is you have to do it this way, this way, and this way. When in reality, I mean, your songs, like, you're, are you writing a certain way? Are you writing certain lyrics? Are you, I mean, asking th- this person for approval? Like, right. In business, like, y- you could literally take something and go any, any way that you want with it. Yeah. And I felt so, pull- like, torn between those two ways. Like, obviously, I didn't like school, but I was sitting there being taught this is the right answer. When on the side, it, I was, it just didn't make any sense to me because in reality, you know, this was a product that I was like, all right, I, this is serious. This is a real problem. I need to get out of here and yeah. actually expand um, and take it seriously and not just be here for other people, basically. Sure. Um, but I think what really triggered me at school was that it, like, it had to be done a certain way. And that's just not even realistic. It's like, not. that's not true. I think yeah. especially today, I would say... Um, in this generation and with like the TikTok generation and how much TikTok and stuff like that um, is driving so much of our world for better or for worse, you know, but <laughs> there's a lot of cool things about it in the way that I feel like TikTok has kind of created a space where anyone can do anything and anyone can succeed mm-hmm. at anything you're doing and anyone can blow up or take off um, from nothing from scratch which is really cool and I feel like that's never really been as possible before um so again I think that goes hand in hand with business and with anything you're doing is it's not a formula right I think even less so than it ever was right you know it's it's literally very like out of the box thinkers and you know how can we morph this and have it become the best it can be it's so like aligned and perfect right now yeah that anyone could blow up yeah and the only thing really stopping people from doing that is like in here yes in in your brain if you're not like looking at me i'm pointing at my brain Mm -hmm. (laughs) um is your mind and like are I, i guess if you're embarrassed or you're just not ready to like be on social media Mm -hmm. it's just like that's really all it is is taking those first steps to create a platform for yourself it's never been a better time to be on the internet exactly and i mean blow up your dreams like literally just 
you can go viral at any single moment and you can it, for anything that you do. And I think anything. that's the so like the coolest thing is mm-hmm. anything you've invented or just ideas that you have. If you're a thinker, you have new ways of thought. Like anything goes, and it's and I I will say exactly what you're saying about like taking the first step. That is always the hardest. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing that I've really been thinking about a ton recently is just action um action over perfection you know because number one perfection is never going to happen it's nothing is ever going to be perfect so it helps if you can take that out of the equation this because i'm a perfectionist i'm sure you're in the same boat and so many people are um you know and you can want the situation we often want the situation to be perfect, all the conditions to be perfect before we even start to take mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, well, I would do this. I, like, yes, I have this goal, but X, Y, and Z are not there yet, yeah. so I can't do it. It's like, no, you just start. Yeah. You just take one step, right. even imperfectly, even knowing, no, this is not the the peak of what I want to do right now, but it gets me closer. Doing something is better than, ju- than just waiting for it to show up right you know so did you have like a baby step moment oh um i've had i will say recently like in terms of like with tiktok and um because i've been on tiktok for i don't a little while like maybe a year ish mm-hmm. or so but i honestly never really took i was um kind of I was, like, pushing back on TikTok. Like, at least for me, I was just, oh, I don't want to give in to, like, this trend, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so, honestly, it was a couple months ago where I started posting consistently, taking it more seriously, and the growth has been so cool. And, and again, though, like, the mental block for me was... Like, for me, it's it can be pretty hard to make, um, like, singing videos because I, I get too perfectionist about it. Like, wait, it's, like, de- it's very detrimental, honestly. Oh, I've gotten better, mm. so I'm not as much so. But mm-hmm. anyways, I was thinking, well, it has to be, like, this perfect video. It's like, no, it doesn't. Actually, I found this stuff for people that blows up the most is, like, the least effort. Like, one-take oh, yeah. video. Like, casually, you're just talking to them. Um, so, again, just, like... and. One more thing. I know I'm, like, blabbering. But um, uh, something that's also really helped. I I saw someone say this, I think, on TikTok. And they were saying, in terms of, you know, getting a platform for yourself and just starting, is um, take away the idea that, like, oh, I don't want to be cringe. I don't want to be, like... Because I get that. Like, okay, posting and posting and, like, yeah, listen to my song and this, like... Yes, it can, like, seem in your head cringe, like, that's so stupid, but literally, you're just preventing, like, just do it. sorry, like, I, I, I feel bad for the people who are, who are looking on social media and saying cringe, cringe, cringe. I know. Because, like, I'm, like, actually, I'm apologizing right now. Get used to it. Like, there's, it's not going anywhere. And if anything, like, there's going to be more and more people that are going to be cringy to you. Sure. This is how the world is now, and this is how people are succeeding. This is how people are pursuing their passions. Absolutely. So while you're on the other side of the phone saying that they're being cringy, they're making money off you watching it. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. So I don't. I. I don't. I don't care about it. Like I. Same. I. 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 I will watch a cringy video of someone I know and be like get it like no literally you go literally i'm like you're doing the work you're putting yourself out there it will get you somewhere yes it'll open a door or two like exactly because you're the one Mm -hmm. putting yourself out there doing the work Mm -hmm. um and again the person watching like what are they doing Mm -hmm. Mm i don't know yeah Yeah. not doing what they want i'm telling you now you're so right but I i heard a quote it was like someone someone who's doing more than you will never like make fun of you or it was like someone who's doing more than you will never um mm. right you get the point right? no i like, see what you're saying like, yeah yeah so but someone doing less than you has to pick might. on everything um and all that so yeah so i do a couple questions at the end of each episode mm-hmm. um 
to understand you and your dreams a little bit more. I need to tell you about a product that I am extremely passionate about and it could literally save your life. This is the Invisiwear Jewelry. They have necklaces, they have bracelets, fit bands, scrunchies. All of these products can also alert five people of your location and authorities and let them know that you need help. My good friend Raja is the CEO and co-founder of Invisiware. She started the company after a scary incident when a car full of men followed her and verbally assaulted her until one of the men stepped out of the vehicle and pursued her on foot. Luckily, Raja was able to run and get in her car unharmed. The experience inspired her to create fashion jewelry that doubles as a safety device to protect her loved ones in a stylish and discreet way. Invisiware also offers premium features that include 24-7 access to activity tracking, chat, video call, and voice activation with a live ADT agent. When I was traveling in California by myself, this was something that was extremely amazing to have. I personally love the Starburst Charm Necklace with Crystal Pendant. It's gold and I always wear gold. Invisiware offers so many more products that you will get to choose from when you go to their website, invisiware.com and use code NIGHTCAP at checkout. So what was your ultimate dream when you were a child? I always said... I want to sing for thousands of people on big stages. <laughs> oh, my God. That well, was, like, what I would always say. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is nothing to do with the questions, but what was, like, your first concert? Who was your actual first fame or first celebrity crush, actually? Oh, uh, ooh, first celebrity crush. Um, like, was there someone that, like, who was your role model in singing, I guess? Well, mm, I guess those are all different. No, no, no. I, I could do both. Well, okay, my first concert was Shawn Mendes. Okay. Which I was actually... I think I was like, f- I think it was like fifteen. Yeah. Like that was the first um, concert, and it was amazing because I I had never been in a place like I was huge. It was the American Airlines Arena in Miami, like huge. Mm-hmm. I had never been anywhere like that, and I was like, I mean, I <laughs> that would be crazy, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it was cool. I grew up in a in a really musical family, so. My parents were always playing different music, like lots of older, like Stevie Wonder, Bob Marley, like John Mayer was a big one. Um, now I listen to tons of different stuff, like all different um, influences. But, but yeah. But my first celebrity crush, I'm trying to think. Honestly, I, like I hate to say it, but I think Justin Bieber was the first. But the thing is, I didn't even like. <laughs> I at first I was like obsessed with him when I was young, yeah. and then. As I got, I was like, no, like, I hate Justin Bieber, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't listen to him. Now, um, I I think his newer stuff is very cool, and it's, like, soulful, and, like, there's different So, I guess, transforming that, to now, like, yeah. who is that person for you? Mm. Well, my, my biggest celebrity crush now is Kalani. Do you know Kalani? Yes. Oh, I love. I love her so much. Yes, that's a really good one. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She's amazing. Her and SZA. Oh my god. SZA too. SZA too. Her and SZA like... I know. Oh my god. I know. Mm. Do you know Remy Wolf? Mm, I don't think so. I will send you some more stuff. She is amazing. Speaking of people's stuff, I was jamming out to one of your songs this morning. Are you serious? Oh my god. On my walk. Ecstasy? Yes! Oh that was, yeah. Heck yeah. Thank you. I was like, this is some EDM. Like, I, yes. can, I get Vardy today. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. That was fun. I I like to like do different like fusion stuff with people like with like DJs. You know, they do like EDM so songs. It's so fun. Love that. Yeah. Oh my god. What is your dream day? So basically, love that your itinerary when. when Ooh, that's a good question. Um. Okay, I would say. I would. I would get up for sunrise, which is not something I do a lot, mm-hmm. but I would like to mm-hmm. um, get up for sunrise, like at the beach, um, and like go on a hike. What beach? California or Palm Beach? Mm, I love both for different reasons. Okay. I'll do it to you. Le- you know what? I'll say, let's just say in St. John in the islands. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Um, if Duh. I yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, because it's cool. Because in St. John, there's like beach obviously and and mountains too mm-hmm. so you can okay 
<laughs> this is the most roundabout way of answering the question. I'm sorry. No, but get, get detailed. Okay, so I would, yeah, do sunrise and then, um, and then go on a hike and then, like, make some breakfast and then uh, I think I would, like, just, like, make music with my friends and then... Or we'd go on, like, a road trip where we'd, like, go exploring. I love just, like, exploring random new places. Like, not knowing where you're going, but just going somewhere and seeing where you go. Love that. It's cool because you discover, like, random. So then, yeah, just, like, explore somewhere with my friends. <laughs> That's and fun. Then... What, made, what motivates you to get out of bed in the morning? Mm. Uh, it would be that... This so this is a mantra that I I think about almost every day. Um, it's that I owe it to myself, like, to to do everything that I've always wanted to do. After like a lot of different things I've gone through in my life and experienced, and at certain points in my life, like not wanting to be here anymore and reaching like the rock bottom, um, I always think back to that and. Like, I've been through too much to not do, to not fulfill what I feel in my soul. And it's like, yeah. That's also the other thing that inspires me to get about it is just, like, humanity and, like, my passion and love for people. I just love people and, like, the world and, um, yeah, just, like, we can all collectively influence the world, make a change in the world together. Yeah. But, yeah. Awesome. What about you, though? That's a really good question. What motivates you to get out of bed in the morning? Um, that would... I feel like sim- like similar to what you said. Like, there's a, there's there's changing in the world that needs to be done. Yeah. Um, I love life, and I try to make every single day, like, a day worth um, loving, I guess. Yeah. And... I'm so grateful that I have that opportunity and that I don't have to be sitting somewhere from certain hour to a certain hour. Like truly every day I'm like, thank you. Me um, too. so yeah, I, I love my dog <laughs> and yes. my family and my friends. Um, I have a really awesome like group of people around me and, um, yeah, that's a really good question. I'm like, now I'm asking myself. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I know. Um, I guess my little girl dreams of, like, where I saw my future. Like, I just want to get there. Absolutely. And who knows what happens once you're actually there, you know? Like, when you actually reach that I made it moment because it doesn't exist. Do you agree with that? It, it doesn't exist, you said? Like, I just feel like yeah. there's a... Everyone says, well, what, like... How does it feel that you made it? And it's like, mm, I don't yeah. feel that there's a, I made it. I think there's a couple, sure. a, a couple moments along the way. Obviously, pitching on Shark Tank, that's a holy shit moment. Sure. And stuff like that. There's like, oh my God, I met this person and whatever. But you're not going to walk around feeling like I made it all day long. Yeah. It's just not really, it's not like that. It's about the journey. Absolutely. And yeah. Exactly. Because like. Even if when you have one of those, like, mini, ooh, wow, it's like, well, then you have the next thing. It's like right. we're always striving to right. get to the next, so it's like you never, which is cool, like, you never reach the peak. Mm-hmm. It's like you shouldn't peak. Like, just keep going. So true. Yeah. You shouldn't peak. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like something so weird. You shouldn't peak. Don't peak. Like <laughs> No, it's true. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's true. Or, like, yeah, just keep climbing the mountain, I guess. Totally. What's the most difficult obstacle you've had to overcome to follow your dreams? <sighs> Biggest obstacle I've overcome is my mind and myself. Um, my depression, honestly, that I've had for a lot of my life. Um, and anxiety, and it, it comes in waves, and a lot of people experience it, but it's been very debilitating at a lot of different points in my life where um, sometimes it's, like, depressed, like, sad depressed but then sometimes after that it's just numb like complacency Mm -hmm. which is like such a weird place to be in Mm -hmm. where you just like don't care yeah about anything yeah you know um and that's the that's the hardest thing to get out of it is i mean it's like almost 
it's just like almost feels it feels impossible it does like you're to really pull yourself out of that yeah. absolutely so yeah that's that's the hardest kind of just feeling like numb and you know you remind yourself it's like yes this will pass this is just my brain like i know this is not actually how i feel but um yeah like pulling yourself out of that and multiple times it's it's hard to i yeah mm -hmm. it's not a it's not a steady road it's exactly like waves but was there something specific that helped you get out of that or? um honestly music mm. like seriously music is has healed me a lot in my life and um music is the main way that i'm i feel like i've been able to ex really express how i'm feeling um when sometimes i'm not in the past especially when i was younger i wasn't that good at verbally expressing my emotions i kind of like guarded it all up and the only way i could really feel at the time was through music mm -hmm. so music like f let me feel human again it sounds dramatic but like mm -hmm. really like that <laughs> when you feel when you're in that space where it's like you're numb and you feel just like empty right. you, you want something to feel mm -hmm. you want like to grasp that again mm -hmm. so yeah mm -hmm. i think just like music let me like um make sense of it all and and let me know like i wasn't crazy you know but mm -hmm. Not yeah. crazy at all. Not crazy. Not crazy. <laughs> I mean, I am crazy, but... <laughs> <laughs> Me too. There's levels to it. <laughs> what advice would you give to someone who wants to chase their dreams? Mm. I would say main thing is just start. Take the first step. Um, let, let go of the perfectionism and just start. And know that even if you start and it's not the perfect situation yet you starting i do feel like that makes the universe align and everything will start to fall into place once you take the first step and yes the first step is always hardest but once you do that everything else will fall into place and don't wait for it to be perfect to start amen to that yes like amen to that when you said the universe aligns when you start yeah absolutely when you exclamation point the text that's what i'm gonna do right now yes i love it <laughs> emphasize <Yes>. emphasize <laughs> um anyway thank you so much for coming thank you on so the much, podcast yeah. and sharing all your wise words and being so awesome you're so sweet um tell everyone where they can find you and where they can listen to your music and anything else you want to share yeah you can find me um on all socials instagram tiktok at allegra miles but my new song girl is out now um and you can listen to it on all platforms under allegra miles amazing yes bye <laughs>